Lead Well. Welcome to the Lead Well podcast, where we're growing the whole leader, sharpening leadership skills while strengthening the heart in leadership. Let's lead well. And we're back with another episode of Victory's Lovely Neighbor Podcast. What what episode is this, man? This is number five. This is number five. We are in the game, number five. If you haven't yet, you have to go back and listen to some of the previous episodes and get all of that good juiciness because we are absolutely talking about how to love your neighbor, how to walk just in in your your daily life, Mm. your daily environment, and being a bright light in the darkness, being attractive to people in a way that it attracts them to Christ light and help them to understand that, hey, I'm just like you, but I have Jesus. And so that's that's all this is. It's nothing more. We just want to show you how to express what you have seen and what you have heard, because that is undeniable. And yeah, man. You know, we're, we're also going to touch on what this isn't. Farrell, can you help me with that one? You know, man, I, I it's it, a lot of people don't know it, but I, I, I was originally in Dennis and Colleen Rouse's youth group back in, in Virginia. And man, what we thought of witnessing was then is literally you would have the strongest guy in the youth group hold you by your ankles while you hung out the side of the bus throwing tracks at people. And man, I thought I had reached the pinnacle of soul winning, you know. <laughs> That's a wild and, picture. Yeah, right yeah, yeah, yeah. I was, I wasn't 200 pounds back yeah. then. But anyway, <laughs> but yeah, man, that's what you did, you know. And, yeah. and uh, did nothing per se that was where we were at that time, you know? Right, right. But, you know, that's what we did, you know? And, and but this is, we're probably tonight, probably getting, uh, today, getting into a little bit more like the, the 201 yeah. of how to kind of, how to get this into, into things. But yeah, you know, the line we like to use every time, our light is worthless mm-hmm. until it goes into the darkness. Let's Come just on. always make sure we have a place of darkness that we can go light up that's good let's Mm -hmm. help some people out jesus called us out and said come follow me i'll teach you how to fish for people you know tyree tonight we're going to talk especially even though we've mentioned the scripture before about where it says you are the light of the world Mm -hmm. you are a city set on a hill that cannot be hidden but we're going to talk about it in a little bit different light you know we've talked about kind of like that no audience no influence if you destroy your audience you're insulting or or you whatever can that's a big mistake but Mm -hmm. you know i think in a lot of times and i'm guilty for this i've for many times thought hey man you know we talked about it needs to be good news but i almost didn't want people to know i was having trouble or i was fighting through things and so one of the things i've learned over the last few years that i think i want people to hear about is is your weakness is not god's weakness that's right that's right you know and it's not challenging to him Mm -hmm. and they're not your weaknesses either in a sense of like it doesn't disqualify you or hurt you in some ways it's going to happen. It's going to help you. But here's the thing. The fact of the matter is it doesn't matter because you're set on the side of the hill. You can't hide. They're going to hear you crying in either way. That's right. You know, you can't, you can at work, you can, you can lie when you go street witnessing Mm -hmm. because they're never going to see you again. Right. But your coworker, you're going to see you the next day (laughs) when they repo your car. I'm not, you know, saying that over and by, but you get my point, you know? And so, Mm -hmm. you know, your weaknesses, it's all right to acknowledge and things like that. And so, you know, I, it's funny. I, uh, one of a really impactful time for me, I used to work in a restaurant when I was in college Mm. on, uh, Wednesdays and Fridays. And sometimes on Mondays I had to go in and peel shrimp. Mm. 
and D vein shrimp. And, you know, they call it a vein, but I, I think I know what that is really. It's, it's like a, a line of poop, yeah. you know? And so pretty sure it, it was pretty unpleasant, but I used to sit back there. First of all, I needed the money. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. But I would sit back there and I'd just talk to everybody and I'd, you know, be peeling and deveining shrimp, putting them in the bags for, for the, the meals that were going to be cooked later. Right. And I'm laughing and talking to people and everything. And I'll never forget this girl finally just walks up and go, she says it. She goes, we just don't get it. We don't understand how you can be so happy while doing the most disgusting job ever. <laughs> and uh, probably not perfect, but I just said, oh, I'm a Christian. And I start telling her about it. And I thought, I, I don't think I did well. I mean, I, I guess, you know, it's been years, but it's like, right. I'm thinking I'm killing, I'm not doing very well. Yeah. The next thing I know, she's bawling. You know, she was a backslidden Christian. Mm. So she had known that before. Mm-hmm. And so pretty crappy job. Got her say, rededicated, right? Yeah, yeah. You know what? She led other coworkers, Lord. I led other coworkers, Lord. You know, some of the things that you got to do, the crap you get into in life, mm-hmm can be used by God, yeah. you know, to, to really help and do things. But, you know, I think in a lot of ways we've got to work on that. You know, I'm, I don't mind saying this, you know, I tell guys, I've got some neighbors that I'm talking to about the Lord. Oh, actually old neighbors, but they're, I'm still meeting with them and stuff. And, you know, they know that I've started therapy. Yeah. And so I don't hide that, you know, I'm dealing with some stuff from like my family of origin and mm-hmm. some things that happened to me as a kid. I don't hide that and go, Oh wait, I've got to be this perfect Christian. No, they know, man, Pharaoh had a jacked up life, but look at him. Yeah. He's yeah. pulling together. He's getting, cal- you know, and, and they're pulling for me and they get to tell me what's going on with them. Yeah. What I'm f- saying is I'm finding ways to be able to use maybe what I thought of as my weaknesses. Mm-hmm. God just uses them mm-hmm. because I'm on the side of the hill anyway. That's it isn't right. like they don't think Pharaoh has issues. That's right. Nobody thinks I've got it all together. Mm-hmm. Nobody that knows me for 10 minutes thinks, mm-hmm. right? Right. And so you just start finding ways about that and how to deal with it and things. You know, I don't have it all together, mm-hmm. Tyree. I do have a relationship with God. That's right. That's a big difference, the most right? Important thing. You know? Yeah. You know, one of the things that uh, I was at a uh, anti-sex trafficking meeting of like the smartest people and why I got invited, I'm not sure, but the smartest, best people Mm -hmm. in America. Mm -hmm. It was like a who's who of Christians that are having a massive impact. I'm talking about rescuing hundreds Mm. and hundreds of not just women, but young boys too. Yeah. Yeah. From sex trafficking all through America. Wow. And they, I mean, I was so impressed and it was so how they had all nuanced what they were doing. And this one's specializing in this and this one's specializing in this and they're all dealing with it. Right. But it was weird because we got into our first full day and it was like, it needed to happen. But in the midst of truly being the best, right? I think we all realized we really sucked. Wow. We were making some major mistakes. Wow. We were doing some things wrong. Right. Right? Mm-hmm. And it was a tough day. Yeah. I'm talking yelling, mm. probably some tears, mm. arguing, mm-hmm. you know, and it was a tough day. And so at the end of the day, we all go back to the hotel and we're going to have dinner together. Mm. We're not mad at each other. It's just a tough day, right. Tyree. Right, right, right. And so we're all sitting around and... Uh, I don't, it would been about maybe 25 people and we put all these tables together, completely destroyed the, uh, the, where the breakfast area of the, of the hotel was to right. have our area. Yeah. And the next thing you know, this young guy that I, you know, I don't know all these people. I was invited as like a 
church funder, somebody that could speak into why churches do or don't, you know, get involved in sex, anti-sex trafficking, things like that. Right. And so suddenly this guy, and I'll never forget his name was Chase, comes and sits down next to us. Yeah. He had grabbed a beer from another spot and he comes and sits down and he's just smiling and everything. And yeah. uh, I went, hey man, I'm Farrell. You know, <laughs> I thought maybe he was late for the first day. I don't know. And he right. goes, hey, I'm Chase. I'm with, and he named it. And I was like, bro, I'm just going to warn you. You're at the wrong table. It's cool, but <laughs> yeah, yeah, you are. At the, I said, "What do you work in?" He goes, "Oh, I, I uh, work for this conglomeration of. Uh, sorry, we got to get me moving. But, you know, it's a conglomeration yeah, yeah. of uh, of nursing homes." Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, "Bro, you are sitting with the who's who of America <laughs> for anti-sex trafficking." Oh, <laughs> and he goes, but "No, no." So it's just kind of funny. I just, I'm, I hope I'm building the scene right. But yeah. literally, I just start telling him, "Here's what this hero does." Here's what this hero, wow. she started this place in Kentucky. She's out in California. This guy's going to open the first ever of its type in wow. this. You know, we're just going over and yeah. this guy's Vegas. You know what's going on in wow. Vegas, man. It's legal. And so it, it's even worse. And you know, we're just going through it and everything. And he's just going, I mean, his eyes are getting just blown out of his mind. And, you know, I'm just talking about, and uh, suddenly he turns to me, he goes, Farrell, everybody here is laughing and smiling. I don't understand it with what they work in. And man, I had a moment, Tyree, where I went, hey, Chase, you're about to make me quote a scripture that I call my funeral scripture. Mm. I've never used this before. Mm. And I've used it twice since, kind of interesting. But I went, Mm. there's a scripture I always read at at funerals where it says, we don't grieve like the world grieves Mm. because we have hope. We always read that at a, but here it is. These guys are laughing. It's a tough day. We've had a horrible day. Yeah. But at the end of the day, we have hope. Yeah. Yeah. And so, yeah, it's a pretty rough day. Yeah. That's our weakness, but we have hope at the end of the day and we were able to minister and, and it meant something and things. And so, That's right. you know, I, it's, it's, it's a back to that thing. I don't have it all together, mm-hmm. but I do have a relationship with God. I have Jesus. You know, it takes talking, man. Mm-hmm. It takes talking. I'm going to dis, you know, debunk something. There's yeah. a really, really, there's a quote that's tied to a guy named, I think it's St. Francis of Assisi. Okay. But it's actually, they don't, I've been told there's nowhere historically that he actually said it, but it's yeah. preach the gospel, use words when necessary. Mm. What a cop out. Gotta be. That's a cop out. Gotta be a cop you, out. At some point, you gotta open your mouth, yeah, right? Man. We've been yeah. talking about being light in the darkness, having the guts, making sure you're using good news, not getting yourself into all these opinions. But at some point, man, you gotta open your mouth, you right? Open your mouth. With Chase, I'm not, you know, I can't just go, yeah, we're all smiling. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know, uh, he, he, I was able to tell him how to get saved. Yeah. Now, he didn't, but yeah. that's all good. That's yeah. all good. You know, we've been talking about something that, that uh, recently that, you know, Tyree, just for everybody, he, he's like an entrepreneur. So he's in hip hop. He yep. does a lot of things in music. But another thing he does is he sells insurance. And so, right. you know, everybody talks about your close rate, right? Right, right, right. What's right. your close rate? How many, how many, how many people are you closing? I'm, I come out of sales too. And so I, I know what that feels like, but you know, my success rate in the gospel mm-hmm. is a hundred percent. Tell me how. Because everybody gets the seed. Come on. You know, I, I does, do I get to pray with anyone? No. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. No, I don't. That's right. I don't get to pray with everyone, but neither did Paul or Apollos. He said one watered, one planted the seed, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The Lord gets the increase. Yeah, yeah. But let's open our mouth. Yeah. Let's yeah. get out there and be that city set on a hill. You're not hiding anything. Right. You got your strengths. You got your weaknesses. Yeah. But let's just make sure that we're able. Yeah. That we know God is able mm-hmm. and that we're able to open our mouth, get out there and share our faith. 
You know, we're going to, we, we think we're going to do at least one more with, in closing. Mm-hmm. And one of the things we're hoping to do is bring a guy on. It's really an amazing story. Yeah. You know, by the time we do the podcast, I don't know where this number will be, but I met him. I, I met him before, but I, I was talking with him this past weekend and uh, him and his wife found a way to share their faith. Yeah. And I actually, we're not going to try and teach people how they do it mm-hmm. because that's what they're supposed to be doing. Yeah. I just want to hear how did he find it? Wow. Cause you got a spot, bro. There are people that only Tyree is going to touch. That's right. There are people that only Pharaoh gonna t- is going right. to touch by the way, or isn't. Mm. That's right. I once heard it said like this. If you don't walk in your identity and be the person God has called you to be, you'll never reach the people God has called you to reach. Oh, bro. We got to walk right. in the call to be. Yeah, man. There's a whole That's lot of people stuff. out there that need right. us to be who God has called us to be. So I, real quick, I don't think I gave the, the, the boom, but they've at this time had led 488 people wow. to the Lord on TikTok. Wow. Bro, I can spell TikTok. That's not my calling, you know, but <laughs> yeah. they, they've just found a way to be relevant and lead people to Christ. Mm-hmm. I think we can all find that. Let's get be that city set on a hill yeah. where people can hear about it and things. Yeah. You got anything else you want to add for tonight? Man, I just want to uh, hit that hit that drum one more time with that quote. If you try to come off as having it all together, you'll leave a legacy of impressiveness. But if you invite people into your humanity, you will leave a legacy of impact. Don't try to be perfect. Don't try to come off as perfect because, ooh, you kidding. You know, God sees it all for one. And if we are a city set on a hill, then they see it. they're going to see it anyway. You know, yeah, yeah, you, you might as well just allow them to understand that you are no better than them. You just have Jesus. And I think, you know, you can't lose when you do that. And so I'm super excited uh, for all of our listeners for, you know, listening to the previous episodes and continuing to uh, stick it out with us. We have another episode coming up, as Farrell mentioned, that you do not want to miss. It's going to be very, very relevant to anybody on social media and off social media. But we want you to make sure you tune into that. But for now, today, that's all we have. Be blessed. We're signing out. Peace.